0: Welcome, everybody, to another episode of the Smart Out Moments Smack Talk podcast, the first that we are doing for the brand new year. It's 2020, and we have some uh, 2020 vision when it comes to some things, and that's going to be the first of many, many terrible jokes throughout this year that's going to be revolving around (laughs) that stupid thing, so I apologize in advance. Uh, we are going to break down the future endeavors forecast and then in another video and in another podcast uh, on the audio platform stuff, we're going to do the one to watch for the year. So this is our usual tradition of, you know, kind of the good and the bad and the bad and the good, and whatever we want to classify, of uh, what's to come in 2020. So who's going to be breaking that down? Well, I am your host as always, Tony Mango, and joining me as always are my usual pals here. I've got Callan Wiggins. Yes, I'm here. And I've got Robert DeVelise. Happy New Year. And I've got a lot of things to get through in 2020. And hopefully not all of them are on the bad side of things. But we're going to do the bad first. We're going to do the future endeavors forecast. That's obviously what video you're clicked on right now. So you're not all that surprised. Uh, you might be wondering, the hell's the future endeavors forecast? If this is your first year, I'll give you a quick little breakdown here. It is essentially... Our predictions of who is going to leave WWE at some point in this year. Now, they could quit. They could retire. Either just they're old enough and they don't want to do it anymore, or they are unfortunately suffering some kind of an injury and they're not able to perform anymore. Kind of like what uh, Daniel Bryan and Edge had done in the past. Daniel Bryan came back. Maybe Edge will come back this year. I don't know. They've got the option of uh, just outright being fired, you know, some kind of an issue happens like Big Cass had before, or, you know, there's a multitude of different reasons, and essentially we're just going to kind of toss out our thoughts on who might exit WWE in some fashion for this year. As always, I invite you to do the same in the comments section below, so if you are on the iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, Google Podcasts, Anchor, whatever, tune in types of things out there, you can't leave a comment, so hop on over to YouTube, ring that little bell for notifications, subscribe to the YouTube channel if you haven't done it already, like the video, and drop a comment below, and tell us your thoughts on our lists and on your lists, anything else you want to talk about. So, got that all out of the way, let's just dive into this with a name that I have had on my list for, I don't know, five years now, it's something like that, The Clones. (laughs) Primo at Epico, every year I feel like it's got to be, like, it has to be this year. And it continues not to be. So, I I mean, I got to put them on there just because it's like, if I don't, then it's going to be the year that it happens. and I'm going to be like, you got to be fucking kidding me, you know? But these guys did less this year than the previous year. And the last year, they didn't do anything. So it's like if your grand total of accumulation over WWE for an entire year is to wrestle a couple dark matches that you lose at the beginning of the year and then to go fuck off for most like nine months or whatever and wrestle for another company and then get hit with a wellness policy violation. You gotta leave. Do you guys think it's happening this year? or Is it going to be another thing where they stretch it out and we're going to be heading into 2021 going, my God, the colognes are still here.
1: I think, with the recent controversy of the wellness violation and Primo actually speaking out against it, I think there's a good chance that maybe this is finally the year.
2: Yeah, I'd imagine it's probably going to be the end of the line, especially because I believe Primo's contract is up in 2020, and I'd be surprised if they just he leaves and they decide to retain Epico for a few more years down the road. Well, I'd be epic.
0: how shitty would that be too if you're Epico (laughs) and it's just like oh okay we're probably gonna leave and they're like no 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 not you
1: he's just like oh (laughs) well maybe this the year they hire Carlito and they actually use all three of them (laughs) that should have happened so
0: long ago it's so ridiculous that they didn't do that at least for one shot you know
2: it's just so stupid or maybe they'll do the big puerto rican invasion angle that they've been teasing it's the In, my of the Caribbean. In my mind. In my mind at
0: least. Here's another name that I feel like we are all going to have on our lists. The Revival. Say so, yeah.
1: Um, listen, if Dash isn't hurt and they don't try to do some rollover bullshit, maybe. But I feel like they're going to want to hold on to these
2: guys. And they will hold on to them for as long as they possibly can, but at least according to a five-fold breakdown of uh, wrestlers' contracts that we are aware of. Their contracts are up in April of 2020. But I believe they've already tacked on some time onto Dash Wilder's contract for probably the length of time that he was injured a little while back.
1: Yeah, So was... I, ma- I imagine they'll both be free by the summer. Uh, listen, I, I'm not vocal about, oh, this guy should go to AEW. These guys need to go to AEW. They will be so appreciated with the tag team scene. They own FTR. They can have their little Young Bucks feud, and it'll be fun. I'd like to see it happen, but I'm not as optimistic that it will.
0: Well, for any of these people, there's a chance they go to AEW, Ring of Honor, MLW, NWA, Impact, New Japan.
1: Listen, if you're smart, you
0: stay away from Ring of Honor right now. Yeah. Uh, They could just go to like some random indies, like what the Ascension seems to be doing, just kind of like popping around here and there, or they could just not go anywhere anymore. I mean, there's plenty of instances where people are like, you know what, I'm done and I'm going to be like a real estate agent or something. So I don't think that's going to happen with the revival. I'm pretty sure that they're going to go to AEW, but the clones, go-
2: like they're going to Worldwide Council. Uh, yeah, I, th- I think by um, the time, like towards the end of 2020, the revival will be like heavily featured on AEW and managed by Arn Anderson.
1: Yeah. Uh or or just put them with Spears managed by Tully. Yeah, if you really want to
2: like kill them straight coming L- the door, then... Okay,
1: fair enough. I'm sorry for bringing up Sean Spears. Oh, and I said do. Worldwide Council. I meant World Wrestling Council. I just realized that. No, it's too late. It's the Worldwide Council.
0: The Worldwide Wrestling Federation Council. I going to go <laughs> there. Uh yeah, I I totally see the Arn Anderson thing happening and I really hope that these guys don't pick some lame names. I don't want – I forget how I referred to it on my New Year's resolution posts. It's something like, um, please don't call yourself like Gert Anderson and Terwilliger Jones or something like that because it's like I don't like these like, well, we want to be all southern wrestling so we're going to make ourselves look like friggin' idiots, you know? And I don't like the FTR thing. I
1: want them to get like a good name. Well, Wilder's name is Daniel Wheeler. I can see him just going by Dan Wheeler and apparently Dawson's real name is David Harwood, so – Dave Harwood and Dan Mueller. That's eh, fine. Still sounds a little bland to me. It's kind of like oh, Dawson. Doesn't? Well,
0: Scott Dawson does too, but it's <laughs> it's got a little bit more flair than David Hardwood. Or Hard it's not even <laughs> Hardwood, it's Hardwood, isn't it? <laughs> no, it's not uh, Lance Hardwood Architect. Yeah. <laughs> 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 uh I yeah, around April, maybe a little bit later, revival's gone for sure. Um, yeah. I feel like another duo that's guaranteed to leave is Grand Metalique and Kalisto. They tweeted out however many months ago, we got 10 months left. And uh, Grand Metalique, way before that, I think like almost a year before that, had tweeted out, Where do you guys think I should go when I leave WWE? <laughs> Which was just like, Okay. He's talking about, Do I go to AAA? Do I go to CMLL? Do I go here? Do I go there? So he's clearly has been waiting for this for a long while. And I guess that's because he thought that he should have won the Cruiserweight classic and that he hasn't done anything since then. Cause man, he hasn't accomplished jack shit and Kalisto yeah. has, I know he's got a pretty decent run. Like he's the first guy that they really tried to make the new Ray Mysterio since Sin Cara. But I guess he's not really all in that anymore. And I won't. I don't put uh, Lince Dorado in here because as far as I'm aware, he hasn't really like said anything about that. I and mean, he might just be kind of like, hey, I don't want to air my dirty laundry kind of thing. He might want to leave too, but if Met, uh, Met, Grand Metalik and Kalisto want to leave, if I'm Lince Dorado, I'm thinking to myself, they just got rid of Sin Cara. they'll get rid of Metalik, they'll get rid of Kalisto, Rey Mysterio is going to be the only other masked person on there. I'm going to fucking stay. Because WWE is going to want to keep me. And they're probably going to pay me a shit ton of money. Maybe even push you. You know?
2: Yeah, I, I could imagine that being the case. Uh, with uh, Grand League, Gran I think that he could definitely find himself back on the like Mexican circuit or wrestling for New Japan as he was beforehand, before he joined WWE. Uh, because as... Uh, what was his name? Mascara, Mascara Dorada. Mascara. Yeah, yeah, Mascara Dorada. I think was his former name. He was fairly prominently featured. Like he was a former, uh, CMLL world, uh, like they're essential, like their cruiserweight division, like Worldweight champion, those type of things. He wrestled in New Japan in their uh, junior heavyweight division. So I don't think he'd have any trouble finding his feet somewhere else. And he's only thirty-one, so he's definitely got a lot of years ahead of him. And may end up coming back to WWE later down the road if. He decides to go more towards a heavyweight like outlook going forward. Kalista, I think, would be pretty out the door as well, just because I don't think that there's much else he can achieve in WWE he's already been pushed pretty fairly heavily in terms of championship gold. And if he's just bored or he doesn't feel like he's going to get any more like featured than he already is, then yeah, we'll head out. And that leaves Lindsay Dorado with a bit more freedom to you know, potentially progress, even though I would more likely see him just being a jobber for the next like year or so until he ever, either gets released or does something else with his career.
1: Same, dog. <laughs> <laughs> you know, bark, uh, bark, bark, I agree. I think Calisto will be fine. Samurai Del Sol was a pretty big name on the indies. He can go back to Evolve. He can go AEW. He might farewell in Ring of Honor. Might be one of the few. I think he'll be okay. I'm gonna toss out a name that you guys might not be thinking of because he hasn't even been on NXT TV yet. But Rick Moss, who and changed his Twitter bio recently to independent contractor, signed exclusively by WWE. FA class of 2020, believed to me be in free agent class of 2020. Huh. Wow. I didn't know about that. So Rick Moss and Dorian Mack, good old Dan Nathan, the outliers, you know, I think they can be a great tag team if they get used to the dusty tag team classic. Maybe this changes, but maybe Riddick Moss is ready to go.
0: For uh, context for the whole Dusty Roads thing, everybody, I don't know when I'm going to actually post these uh, videos, but we're recording them in advance on the 28th of December. So we don't know yet who is going to be in the Dusty Roads Tag Team Classic. That's going to be revealed on January 1st. So they might or might not. I mean, they're on my list of like potentials. If they do 16, they got to be on there. If they do 8, maybe not so much. But, wow, Riddick Moss, I wouldn't have thought that that would have been the case. He seemed like he was a pretty hardcore NXT guy to me.
1: A lot of people have faith in him to be good, but maybe he's getting tired of sitting on the sidelines. Because I remember, if you remember Seth's ex-girlfriend, Zara Shriver, I remember her talking up the potential of Riddick Moss. And this is like back in the day where Liv Morgan hadn't even hit NXT TV yet. So he's been there a while. Yeah, I mean, fair enough, though,
0: for WWE. He has been injured for a while. So, some people take their time, and, you know, like Angelo Dawkins, he should have left a long time ago if he would have been like, ah, fuck this. But he made its way up to the main roster, and I think Roderick Moss, I don't know if he's got a whole huge bright future where he's, like, main eventing WrestleMania and all that, but, I don't know, maybe, uh... Maybe he just kind of wants to double down on himself somewhere else or something.
1: Maybe. And
0: it's not like you couldn't replace him, too. That's the other thing. If you wanted to keep the outliers going and you just didn't have Rick Moss, put Tony Nese in there, you know? I could do that. I don't want to see Tony Neese in WWE. <laughs> oh, he's already there. Got to use him somehow. Put him in a tag team, it's a good way to use him. Uh, what do you guys think about the Hardy
2: Boys? I, I I would probably put more money on Matt leaving than Jeff. Just because Matt strikes me as someone who, does, who I guess would preferably want to be pushed in WWE. But if he's not going to be pushed in WWE or utilized that well, he'll head somewhere else and carve his own niche. Whereas Jeff is probably the more likely one to be used. He's had time added on due to how long he's been injured and even if he has been getting involved in a lot of controversial actions outside of the ring, WWE don't seem to be doing anything about it. So they seem they're probably keen on keeping both of them, but if one of them was to go, I'd probably say Matt Hardy's the more likely one.
1: Yeah, he he's having a lot of fun with the uh free the delete videos. He might want to go and explore his broken brilliance, let's say, in other promotions. Maybe even he feels like he can be the saving grace of Ring of Honor, which I wouldn't advise, but you never know. I could see him wanting to
0: leave to go to there or MLW or maybe NWA and do his delete gimmick because he just oh wants to God. do it
1: anymore. I can see the NWA taking on the delete gimmick. mm
0: and jeff i mean jeff's whole situation's uh, cloudy cuz you don't know what his whole legal situation's up to and tacking time on for his injury cuz he's not going to leave at the same time as matt unless they just work out a deal but they could just like oh okay well then wait another 8 months and then you can leave or something stupid like that but man i want the hardy boys to fucking stay and i really hope that they they get everything sorted out they stick to the main roster. They have their tag team matches that we've wanted to see because we still didn't get to see a lot of those. Like we still didn't get the Usos versus the Hardy Boys in a ladder match or something, you know? Yeah. So it's like just fucking stick around, and if you want to make sure that Matt Hardy's like happy with something, give him something to play around with, you know? Make him a backstage producer for certain things, or give him a couple little feuds here and there. It's it's not gonna hurt to give him a little feud takes up a couple of minutes of your time, and if he does all the work for it, your writers don't want to do their jobs anyway. So just go, okay, Matt, you do this, and you do your job for us, and we'll see how it works and stuff. And but, Take up five minutes of a fucking week on Raw. You know, not going to be a big deal. Sometimes WWE seems like it's just, like, stubborn. It's just the the little kid that has access to 100 toys and the only ones he wants to play with are the ones that other people want to play with at the same time, you know? Oh, yeah. Just no, I'm playing with that one. Fine, I'll play with this one. No, I'm playing with that one. Like, <laughs> come on, knock it off. Your mom's gonna get called. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like Mike and Maria Canellis are guaranteed. I know they just signed this whole new contract thing, but I mean, Mike was just like, yeah, I want to be here for another five years, then signs his name and he goes, I don't want to get here anymore. And it's like, okay, well, at some point, the fact that he's doing these um, motivational speaking things and Maria is dealing with her whole pregnancy and all that, they're not doing anything for WWE. And I got a feeling that however long it takes, whether it's like April and they start releasing people or if it's like mid-June, and they're sick and tired of waiting an entire year, a uh, half a year for something to happen, they're going to get to the point where they go, you know what, then fuck it. Let's just let them go. Especially the more that AEW sticks in this kind of range where they're not beating WWE or like outright destroying them or anything like that, the more confidence WWE will get, and then they'll go, Oh, fine, fuck it. Go to AEW. We don't care. You're not going to
1: budge the uh, needle. Now... Fightful's contract resources say that Maria's signed, Maria and Mike are signed through spring of 2024, but I can't imagine them mandating, nope, you're sticking around. Fuck you. We're going to pay you to do nothing for five years. Come on. It's not a bad if you
2: got a kid, though. I would be surprised. I mean, again, it's like, out of the two of them, you're probably more likely to keep hold of Maria just as I guess she does have an element of personality about her and you could use her in other roles. Whereas Mike is only a wrestler. Well, only a wrestler. He's good wrestler, but he's definitely not going to be moving the needle, especially after you killed all any momentum he ever had pretty much stone dead as soon as he arrived. But uh, yeah, he could, I imagine he may not even go to AEW would more like stick around with ring of honor to be with, or reform the kingdom with Matt Taven or something like that.
1: I could see that.
0: Yeah, I actually think more so Ring of Honor than AEW. And
2: he wouldn't shock me at all if he went to MLW. No, or NWA or something like that. I just don't feel like Mike Kanellis is a big enough name at this point in time to go to AEW and like really matter that yeah. much. Especially I love all the MLWs up
1: in the show, by the way. Just... <laughs>
0: especially since there's uh this thing going around now i don't know how much validity it has behind it but that tony khan might be like ugh, i don't really want to pay all these people all that much money anymore and you know i don't think he's going to be like hey mike canellis i'm going to give you a million dollars a year or something like that like i kind of yeah, need- kind of think that mike canellis is on the lower end of the spectrum and he
2: missed this opportunity yeah he needs to be uh needs to rebuild his credibility in some of promotion again if he ever wants to but like be probably pushed in like one of the bigger promotions.
0: So I have a couple names that I feel like they're not guarantees, but they're people that I'm just kind of feeling a little bit of a twinge of eh, about. But before I mention them, do you guys feel like there's any that are like set for sure, just certain to leave in some
2: fashion? I think in this era of WWE, it's very very hard to nail someone down. If you're under contract, you're basically locked in for the most part. So, and I didn't see anybody else who was very prominently featured in terms of, okay, these guys are definitely being released in 2020 or the contract's up in 2020 and they seem like preset set to leave. Obviously, we don't know the details of everybody. But uh, yeah, I I think it's so difficult now to basically say, okay, these, these people are definitely out the door
1: at the end of it. So Mandy, her contract is up. In late 2020. And I'm going to say that's one to keep an eye on in terms of she might just leave. What makes you think she might leave? I mean, she's okay at wrestling, but she's kind of more of a throwback to the model type. And maybe she feels like she can go and do just that and make more money. Rusev and Lana, I feel there's a chance. Lana signed a five-year deal. She's through 2024. Yeah, I don't think Lana's going anywhere. Rusev, potentially. That's why I think it's interesting that they let them actually sign divorce papers and get divorced in character. Hmm. That's like a backup in case they keep Lana and not Rusev?
2: Yep. So Lana can move on to manage another person down the line, and it doesn't really affect them, and then there'll just be a couple that, with one of them in WWE and one of them in AEW, like Moxley and Renee Young. I still kind of feel like at
0: some point Lana would just leave anyway, and maybe these people don't realize that when they're signing the contracts that they can't just say, well, never mind, and they'll try to like fight the whole idea, but I feel like, like- she really wants to act, and she really wants to model, and... If well, I, Rusev leaves, then it's going to be like, well, now she's not there with her husband, and now it's like, you know, that's more stress. And yeah. I,
2: I, I feel like it's like this is what Lana wants to do. She just wants to be a, TV a, star. a yeah, a TV star. So, yeah. but and she gets to do that with WWE because she was, I don't want to say like a failed actress, but she wasn't exactly making any. Inroads in the acting career or a modelling side of things, so she comes to WWE. It's the biggest gig she's ever had, and now she's more prominent than she'll probably ever be if she goes back into acting. And yeah, so I I feel like she'll just stick around, stay out the rest of the contract, unless Rusev goes to AEW, comes a really big star, and then she'll probably try and get out so she can join him and be her, his manager there. But uh, other than that, I just feel like they would. I think they seeing that like they might be able to work well enough with one of them being on one company and one of them being on the other one.
0: On oh, that same kind of token, Cedric Alexander, I think, is a chance. Big swoles in AEW now. Seems like Alexander's not getting a push. Kind of seems that, a little bit frustrated.
2: That will have to be, yeah, an instance of uh, him requesting his release. They won't, uh, obviously won't just let him go for no reason, so he'd have to do what pretty much everyone else has done, which has gotten their release recently, which just go on Twitter publicly, say that you've done it and uh, hope that in a few months' time they decide to relent and let you go.
1: Yeah, I don't see it happening because Paul Heyman likes him and I think he likes working with Heyman. But you never know. It always does mean something when your wife is in another company.
0: I feel like EC3 is a good chance to please, leave. Please, please.
2: And I honestly think that he'll go to a- uh, NWA.
0: Yeah, no,
2: yeah, I don't, I, I don't think he's AEW-bound, at least directly, anyway. Mm-hmm.
0: I think NWA, then if not that, Impact, since he's familiar with a lot of that.
2: I think and that suits his wrestling style more.
0: Maybe MLW or AEW or ring of honor or something but i i'm very much more leaning towards nwa for some reason and it's a shame because like he's got a lot of potential but wwe just like his time in nxt wasn't as good as it could have been and his wwe main roster stuff was garbage this year that just did not work out at all and if it's true that like vince mcmahon and some other people don't really see it in him then he might just be like you know what then all right i tried twice you clearly don't like me it's not going to work out <clears throat> and just go and do his
2: thing elsewhere and i really feel like we're going to see him in a w way can i yeah. try and, uh, go
1: ahead.
2: i was gonna say can i try and talk one uh, release into uh existence
1: go ahead uh shorty J. chad gable oh please <laughs> i'm with you let's do a seance you know like this guy needs to go the, the exorcism too-
2: of shorty G. It's just those are two examples of two people that are, we don't want them to be released because they're not talented or they don't add anything to the product, but they're just being so hopelessly misused that we want them to go somewhere where they might be used a bit better.
1: Ray yeah. is good through October of next year. And do you think Ray leaves? Nah, I, I think Ray's staying here for good.
2: I, I, I mean, I don't really know certain because I'm pretty sure there would be many people that would be willing to offer Mysterio a good chunk of money to wrestle for them like in his later years, but I probably would think that WWE is one of those people as well, and so they'll probably chuck enough money at him to keep him around for the very best of his remaining years.
1: I Plus think, Dominic. I think mm. that's true, Dominic. That's a big factor, because I think AEW would throw a shit ton of money at Rey Mysterio. He did all in. Jericho's there. Cody really appreciates the work that he did with him. I think they would throw a lot of money at Rack. I think if they do that, uh, WWE will respond with,
0: we'll give your kid a contract with NXT and we'll give you we're going to start working towards your hall of fame induction. And then that'll be enough for it to be like, all right, I, I'm just going to stay, you know, that's very possible. Merchandise too is another thing that goes along with that, and no matter what, being in WWE does give more eyes on you than AEW. So, all all I'd say,
2: all I'd say is that with the amount of work that he's put in since he's come back, he deserves whatever big contract is next coming to to him. Yeah. So, so whoever it is with WWE or AEW or wherever, he'll get paid a lot more, and he deserves it for the past year of work he's put in. Yeah, Ray's
0: done a great job. I've been down on Ray in the past, but he's been doing really good stuff lately. So Really
1: uh, overturned his 2013-2014 run. Yeah.
0: I am keeping my eye on gentleman Jack Gallagher. I think that he wants to go do MMA again. And the fact that they keep switching it back and forth between heel and face, and they keep making every single one of those changes be, oh, I keep losing, and now I'm frustrated, and I'm going to change things around and keep losing, and now I'm frustrated, and I'm going to change <laughs> things around and keep losing. I feel like he's checked out, and he's just kind of like, you know what, fuck it, I
2: want to do MMA, just let me go. Yeah, that, that's a possibility. It's either it's either that, or when 205 Live eventually gets cut. I don't know whether we can count 205 Live as among, among the future endeavored. But uh oh, 205 Lives going this year. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, and it'll either be that or he'll revert back to NXT UK and at least be able to hopefully get a bit more of a push on that platform as opposed to what he's been doing on 205 Live, which is basically nothing. Uh I'm trying to think of someone uh do you think this is finally the year that Tamina heads out the door? If anybody gets
0: released as far as, like, retiring, she might.
2: Yeah, I I feel like there's only so much longer. I almost feel like they probably signed her to a long deal a couple of years ago, and they're just counting down now.
1: Also within average. Totally holding.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, she
0: has that uh, five or so minute long, 24-7 champion.
2: (laughs) Yeah, she can go in alongside her father. Yeah the snooker family that the, the bast those like, that <laughs> idols of wrestling
1: oh yeah he, jim yeah jimmy tamina and sim <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> good good old cameraman sim Snook. uh oh this... um, i'm trying to oh, you is this the last
0: year we have big show
1: no next year i, I yeah, kind of think i kind of think next year too
0: yeah, I still think he's... Going. Well, no, he's good
1: through spring of 2021, so next year, for sure.
0: I feel like this is going to be the year he comes back and does his retirement reign, and uh, retirement run, I should say, and then yeah. hangs it up in 2021.
1: What do you mean? Yeah. He's got that awesome uh, Netflix show coming out. Yeah, exactly. He's got to spend a year promoting. <laughs> um, yeah, but,
0: I don't have any other names on my list, I don't think.
2: What about uh, the Brian Kendrick? Nah, I think he's sticking around and being a trainer in NXT. Well, I meant that in terms of just his contract, going from being a wrestler to being just a complete trainer or an agent or producer.
0: Nah, even Should then, be... I think that he'll pop up and do a match here and there.
2: Yeah, maybe. Uh, I, I tend to... There, tend, there tends to be at least a couple of people that are just released from the uh, like developmental system that who nobody yeah. knows anything, so I'm just going to randomly pick uh what was it brendan zinc <laughs> not zinc think but brendan vink yeah i'm gonna pick him as the one that gets released just as a just as a like so i can stroke my own ego if it does happen <laughs> <laughs> i'll
1: go with rocky <laughs> hey you know what fuck it either he hits tv or Nico Gorelli goes bye-bye let's see <laughs>
0: Not seeing Um, a whole lot going on for a lot of these names. Like, I mean, it's been a while since Jeet Rama did anything. It's like, mm. you know, maybe they'll just kind of cut bait with him or um, Daniel Vadeau or. uh, The thing is, the house shows, guys. Yeah, it's tough to tell because it's like, I have no fucking idea who Marcos Gomez is. And he could be great on the house shows, and somebody that they're like, well, you know, we take a little bit of time, and you'll work your way up to the main uh, NXT roster. Or he could be the type of guy that all he does is give his ass cooked for uh, beaten for two seconds, and then uh, then they're like, all right, you did your job, you know. Or Two Hooty Miles. I have no idea who Two Hooty Miles is. So, I don't know. Oh, Apollo Cruz. Uh, I have him on my names uh, as potential, just like, might be out of
2: the blue, might just leave. Yeah, that's a potential. I kind of put Drew Gulak in the same boat as that. I'm hoping that Gulak sticks around
0: and he becomes a trainer. Shelton Benjamin, uh, too, for that matter.
2: Yeah, I mean, I hope for all these people that they get more prominently featured and they get to do something. It just feels like they're not going to be utilized and they still have some good years as actual active wrestlers. Before they need to go into training or anything like that, so I could imagine like Drew Gulak and Apollo Crews in particular because they do have quite a few years left in the tank that they could decide, yeah, maybe i'll just I'll sit this one out or i'll they don't strike they don't strike me as the kind of people that would like request their release. there'd be more people just would sit out what the current contract is, do what they're told to do, and then when they're out, just not sign and then go somewhere else for a few years before coming back in a more uh, either trainer or producer capacitor. Uh
0: I think that that's my list. You guys have any others?
1: Um, Mick James, do we know anything about her contract status? No idea. I imagine she
2: would also stay on as kind of a trainer or an agent going forward. Fair enough. Hall of Fame. Yeah, she'll get the Hall of Fame, yeah. Uh the only other ones that I'm kind of considering is maybe something to do with Byron Saxton. Cause oh, yeah. there must be some, there must be some reason why he's been, I, I don't think, I think Todd Phillips just going away for a little bit is not going to be eventually he'll take on what Michael Colt's role. I'm pretty sure. But with uh, Byron Saxton, it just feels like he may just be just milling around until he decides to leave or his contract expires.
1: It's very possible. Um, yeah, I can't really think of anybody else. But, if you, had, you know... The, look, okay. look look at this year. We didn't think Ambrose was going to be gone. If you had
0: to round this out with uh, your one that you feel like if you bet your house on that it would be a guarantee, who would it be? The Revival. The yeah, I'd go to Revival. Too. <laughs> yeah. All right, well, revival. We'll see you later <laughs> at some point. We'll see you in AEW, boys. Yeah, FTR. Uh, and that's it for FEF, <laughs> Future Endeavors Forecast. Uh, I like it when we have a year where we don't feel like there's like a thousand people leaving, because that's a good sign. But who knows? Maybe this time around, when the people leave, it'll end up being really good stuff. that They'll come around with afterward and stuff, so we'll see. Uh I think that that kind of sums it all up. So if you have any other ideas, drop your comments below. Tell us your thoughts on all that stuff. Very, very quickly, just for the people that are listening to this uh, separately, check out fanboysanonymous.com. Check out the merch shops on Public and Redbubble, for a smart M.M. and Fanboys Anonymous and A Mango Tees. Check out the Patreon if you want us to do more. Maybe we can even do something midway through the year about the future endeavors forecast. If you're really interested, just hit up the Pick Your Poison tier Obviously, donate to any of the other kind of tiers if you're interested in any of that for either fanboys or forest Markout moment. And uh, follow what these guys have
1: going on on their end of the whole spectrum. Uh, yeah, I'll ahead. start it off. You can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Dude Felice. You can check out everything I'm doing at WrestleZone.com and Fightful.com and check out them for your weekly news. And you can still check out 2001 Wrestling Odyssey, even though we just wrapped that up. And to tell you more about that, here's Callum. Yeah, so 2001 Wrestling Odyssey, the last real chance to plug it.
2: It's uh, our December edition would be come out by the time this uh, podcast is out. So make sure you listen to that one. And if you haven't caught up on all the rest of them, you can go back and listen to it. They're always going to be there on a small moment channel. So tune in, listen. Go back in time, explore history with us. And you can follow me on Twitter at Wigmeister14.
0: You can follow me at
2: Tony Mango. Follow
0: Moment at Moment, And just stay tuned on the channel and on the page on SmartCoutMoment.com. That's it for this. Click on the one to watch or continue listening on the audio stuff. And we will see you there, everybody. But for the future endeavors forecast, this has been another Moment, And we're being counted out. Ah!